0: everybody it's the barely indian boys we're back we're just gonna roll right into it um and how how have your days been hope uh hope you're having a a fantastic day so far while you're listening to us um today nish and i wanted to talk about his job some more if you guys have missed the last couple episodes actually i don't know if you saw this the uh the episode that we made where we talk about you know your life as a tesla engineer um that one's actually got a lot of views. That one's got that like, like 90 views or something.
1: Oh, snap. People care about oh. my life. It's interesting. Not so much I yours. Let's I go. don't know.
0: I don't know if that's... I don't know if I would say that at all. Yeah. But uh, yeah, people seem to care about you know what it's like to be a Tesla engineer. Um, yeah, that's cool, man. I think one of the coolest things that happened this week... Um, well, I guess by the time this episode comes out, this news will be a, maybe a week or two weeks old. But um they refreshed the design for the model s and the model x they look pretty dope man so actually the x is pretty much the same
1: i thought nobody changes so like the shell of the car is the, external? the same the external oh, really? shell of the car remains the same right so um they probably revamped some trim components and uh, i think they upgraded the battery um, and, like, yeah. the, tech, the battery tech for it because I think it was getting a little bit outdated. But the Model S has, like, a huge, um, huge, like, update. So, like, the whole front end, mm-hmm. they added, like, a different uh, facial spoiler um, kind of kit up at the front, and then um, they made the car itself wider in the rear. So, like, the rear oh. wheelhouse area is now wider. Why? It's because, uh, so to get the power to the wheels without the wheels just slipping um they had to make the wheels wider and since they made the rear wheels wider they had to widen the the shell of the car so that the wheels didn't look funky so the, the car itself is wider than the previous model s so that's pretty cool and the tires are fat like ph fat yeah yeah, dude. Um, and then obviously like all the interior changes that they've done to it to, to really make it stand out from the previous one. The biggest one I feel like a lot of people are talking about is like the square steering wheel.
0: Yeah, but you know, it's, I think this is a, an interesting conversation because how many other YouTube channels do you know where you can talk directly to a Tesla engineer? Not saying that you worked on any of these upgrades at all, but maybe you did. Who knows? You're yeah. probably not at liberty to say but uh nope. I don't know if yeah I know. the uh, the square steering wheel have you you probably haven't even seen one in in person have you or have you no so I haven't
1: even seen like the car in person just because uh, they're shipping them out and like they yeah. they have to do random stuff I don't even know the schedule and stuff like that so um, but
0: so it's it's interesting if you guys haven't uh, seen what the interior of this redesign looks like. Um, We're gonna describe it here in a second, but also if you're listening to just the audio version, go watch the video version. We'll throw a picture of it up right here. Um, But basically they've made the interior look like, basically what the Model 3 looks like, right? The, The screen is now just one giant horizontal screen, whereas in the past it used to be vertical. And then they've got this steering wheel that they're calling the yoke steering wheel, right? And it's like this rectangular. I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's, it's basically a like, like a plane. Like it looks like a Formula One racing car.
1: Yeah, it's also like a plane thing that they whatever the plane whatever it's called for a plane. I don't know.
0: Uh, like planes have a little joystick. Like that's helicopters, those helicopters, yeah. right?
1: That have a little joystick thing. But like planes also have like the, the thing. It's like a little square where they like. Yeah, they're but those ones go, like,
0: go. Those ones like tilt forward, like towards you, and like. Well, yeah, but you also your, go like this. Right, you also go side right. to side.
1: Yeah, to the like um, turn or whatever. So it's kind of and like it's that
0: cool aspect. that imagine like your regular steering wheel. Then take like the top third of it and just cut it.
1: Yeah, that's the same thing. And what then it is. yeah, that's and basically round, what it is. Like just right, square corners. off
0: the yeah, square off the bottom essentially. That's what it looks like. For, for those of um, you that
1: didn't know what a, a rectangle looked like, we just described <laughs> it for you. So there, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah,
0: how to turn a circle into a rectangle. That's what that <laughs> was. Go. Yeah. Um, it. It is a cool concept. I don't know how functional it is. Cause like, so um, I don't know if you watch the YouTube channel um, MKBHD with Marques Brownlee. He's like this, probably the biggest uh, tech YouTuber. And he was kind of given his first impressions and he made a really good point about one of the, not, I don't know if comfortable is the right word but one of the most intuitive things about a car is when you're making a turn with your steering wheel it's kind of natural to let it kind of flow through your hands. Right. And your hand kind of stays at the same position as you turn it and the wheel kind of just slips through. Um, whereas now, because it's a, a rectangle, there's no top portion. So like when you're turning it, your hand has to like move in different directions and orientations to turn the wheel. I don't know. It was a, it was an interesting thing, but I guess in theory, 10 years down the road, you shouldn't even have to touch the steering wheel right like in theory the car is going to drive itself
1: yeah and like hear me out like i feel like with the circle steering wheel you always have to hold like grab it and then turn it right now right. you can just like lift it from the bottom on each side if you want to make a right turn just like lift it from the bottom and you don't yeah. really have to grab it right you're just kind of like pushing that's it. true
0: i guess it depends and, like, you on can literally
1: dri- now you can literally drive it with like a finger with like a finger, like you literally just go up and then like let it go, gradually come back down. Well, that that way.
0: that's going to depend on like how much tension there is and stuff like well, that. Well, yeah, but like,
1: yeah, I was talking with someone else, and it all depends on how much like um, what's the word I'm looking for, um, how much like give it has. I don't know how much reaction, like how much yeah. you turn, it actually like turns the car or whatever. Um, yeah. So we're talking about that, and it's like, well, if it's like a sports car, usually sports car is like pretty sensitive when uh as far as like movement to the steering wheel go into the that's cars true. that's so, true and like they're given that kind of i don't know marketing or whatever with like sport vibes and that, like it's going to be able to go 200 miles an hour and like zero to 60 in less than two seconds and all this other stuff
0: I, yeah that's crazy we can talk about so, that in a second
1: yeah so like it kind of makes sense like a sportier steering wheel you said formula one earlier yep. so maybe they're trying to go with that vibe and just be like super cool about it or something i don't really know but it'll all just be up to the people, right? They've probably yeah. done testing on it. I don't know if people hate it. People love it. Um, so we'll have to see what the reactions are.
0: This is, I think, another crazy thing. Obviously, again, want to point out to the people, Niche did not have any design input on how the, this car was made. Maybe the next one. Um, but one of the really interesting things, in my opinion, was on the steering wheel, there are no more stocks. So like no left turn, right turn signal stock, no... Uh, no gear shifter Um, those were the two stocks that they used to have Um, there's I can't remember on the model three if there's two stocks one on each side or if there's just one Um, I think it's one on each side left right turn and then gear shifter on the right side Um, but both of those things are gone in this car so the left turn right turn signal I believe is just on the steering wheel now it's like a little touch screen almost so you know that I don't know how that's going to work functionally. You know, maybe you're kind of just resting your hand there and you accidentally hit the touch screen. Hopefully it's not like super sensitive. But I think what's more interesting is the the gear shifter because someone tweeted at Elon Musk saying like, hey, there's no gear shifter. Like, how do you put the car in drive, reverse, whatever? He said that based on the surroundings, the car intuitively guesses the direction you want to go. And then, so for instance, if there's a garage door in front of you or a house in front of you, it knows you want to back out. So it knows you need to be in reverse. Um, And if there's nothing in front of you, it assumes you want to go forward. So it puts you in drive. He said the car assumes which direction you want to go and goes in that direction, but there will be a manual override on the touch screen. What are your thoughts on that? Dude, that's so sketchy. That's really scary, is it not?
1: So I feel like... You know how, like, when you park your car, sometimes, like, even Google Maps is like, you have parked your car here.
0: Yeah. And,
1: like, it, like, reminds you or whatever. And so, obviously, like, that aspect of it is probably tied into it. So, like, when you're home, it's going to be not, and, like, in your garage, right? Depending on mm-hmm. how you went into your garage, the car's going to have that in its memory bank. So, like, it's going to know if you backed up into your garage or, like, just drove in. So, like, that yeah. aspect of it's cool. But, like, at what point, like, if I'm What if you need it, to do a I'm, three-point U-turn? If I'm back, exactly, like, when I, if I'm backing out of my car or my driveway, and then I was, like, like back out, and I go start going this way, and I'm, like, oh, snap, like, in the car, just, like, I guess, like, it kind of makes sense, because, like, imagine if, like, you were backing out, right, you come to a stop, Mm-hmm the next step would be put it in drive right so the car is automatically going to do that for you
0: well what if it doesn't what if it glitches or something and it thinks that you still want to go in reverse so you continue going just back down your your I guess street you're or whatever? Order writer,
1: dude, i don't know it's don't strange get, man. It, it, it's different and it's it's interesting but like it's at, at the same time like you just have to experience it firsthand it's one of those things yeah. like it's gonna be one of those innovation type deals where you don't really know what you're getting yourself into unless until you're in the driver's seat and I think that's pretty interesting I didn't know about that honestly so that's
0: pretty cool. yeah um, and I mean I feel like Tesla's always been at like the not necessarily well yeah the forefront of technology but also like they're the ones that are always like trying to push that envelope f- like further you know yeah um,
1: and like to people- your point earlier you said um, full like when people have the car, in, like, full driving mode or whatever. Like, yeah. it makes those decisions anyway for you. So how is this any right. different? Right, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. So, like, I don't know. I feel like this is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it is interesting. I would like to see what it's like firsthand. But, you know, the price tag, what, starts at 80000 for the base model. And then for the, uh, what are they calling it, Plaid and Plaid Plus?
1: Yeah, the Plaid, yeah. The plaid. Um, I believe that one
0: starts at, like, one twenty. I think yeah, and I like think it goes all the way
1: up to like 140-ish. Yeah. Yeah,
0: for the plaid plus. And that's without the self-driving. Like you still gotta add an extra 10 grand for the for the self-driving. So by no means a cheap car. Maybe one day we'll have the money to get one. But I don't know. Would you ever get a Model S or a, they did the same interior refresh to the Model X, right? Would you ever get either of those?
1: Uh I would probably get the Model X before I got the S. Really? Yeah, Why? like, uh, just because, like, convenient. Uh, you like the you Falcon doors? Falcon doors are cool. But, like, it's SUV, right? You could fit more people in it. There's more, like, storage space. It has more functionality. And obviously, like, I don't know, the big deterrent for me whenever I think about SUV versus, like, getting, like, a sedan is always, like, the efficiency and, like, like getting miles per gallon and stuff like that and just being, like, the cost of maintaining the vehicle and whatnot. So, like, for an electric car, to charge the battery it's the same cost right to charge the suv as it is um the sedan and both of them yeah. have a pretty comparable range so like at that point i'm really paying for comfort's going to be about the same because the seats are gonna be pretty similar i'm riding higher so like i mean i would rather ride higher so but like, it is all that it is stuff. ever
0: so slightly more expensive right the X the X. Yeah.
1: I mean at that point like if you're dropping $80,000 on a car, I feel yeah. like there's other factors. What's the difference between 80 like, and 85? Exactly. Like at that point, like who really, I don't want to say like who really cares, but like if you have the means to to do it, then you might as well yeah. get the one you like if, it's, if it means dropping an extra five or 10 grand on it. It's a pretty big so, thing. It's like buying a house. You're not going to buy a house that's like 250 but you like less compared to a house that's like 275 that you like more. Yeah. You're you're willing to do it.
0: What about the uh, model three versus model Y? Like, do you feel the same way? Would you prefer a Y over a three?
1: I think the three is significantly cheaper than the Y, though. So I feel like that isn't like a fair comparison. I want to say
0: probably like 10 grand, probably 10 grand cheaper. But here's the thing when you're buying a car. the three starts at like what thirty seven or something. Yeah. The way like yeah.
1: at that point you're not starting at eighty thousand. Yeah. So yeah. like at that point, like thirty thousand, thirty five thousand, like that's a big purchase, but it's like a reasonable ish purchase for a car and you don't have to be like filthy rich to like, hey, I'm gonna drop some money on a three versus like I think the Y right. I don't know what the Y starts out honestly, but it's probably like I in think the 40s. ten thousand
0: more. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's like and then when you add all the feet bells and whistles and features you probably want, it's probably gonna be like a fifty, fifty five thousand dollar car. So mm-hmm. like Compared to like buying the base model versus, yeah. I think at that point I would probably just get the, the
0: three. So of the four, is that your your go-to one? You would get a three?
1: I mean, right now in my life, I, if I had to get one, like if someone was like, you have to buy a, a Tesla and uh, I had no choice, I was like, well, I guess I'm going to get a three because it's like the most okay, affordable. Okay, but
0: are you saying that as a Tesla engineer... You don't necessarily want to own a Tesla car.
1: I do want to own a Tesla car, but I don't want okay. to pay to own. But a Tesla I feel car. like
0: I feel like before you started working there, you were very much against owning a Tesla. I don't think so. I feel like you were very much like I like driving my car. Like you know, Teslas are too expensive. Electric cars well, like- aren't reliable i never said those things.
1: (laughs) I feel like you're just making stuff. The only thing you said that was true is I like to drive my own car. So like, I remember making a comment, um, that I necessarily wouldn't pay to get the self-driving feature, um, because I don't think I would use it. Is that still true? Everyone else would. Um, yes. I think if, if I were paying for, if I were to buy a Tesla right now, with my money, I would probably buy a Model 3 without the self-driving capability because I want- Can you add
0: it after the fact? I don't know. I don't think I so. I don't either. You used to be able to back in the day. I don't know about now though.
1: Yeah, I'm not 100% sure. Cause uh, I don't know if like, if you don't do the self-driving, if it comes with all the sensors and the cameras, cause it seems kind of like a waste to include oh. all the sensors for it in, in a trim level where someone's not asking you to put them in there.
0: Yeah, but I think, isn't that like, your big thing or tesla's big thing like during the production of the car to like simplify the production process they want to keep everything you know standard across the board um so i wouldn't be surprised if it still came with all those sensors and it was just like disabled in the software for whatever reason yeah um, i don't know maybe. i'm not sure i'm not I sure have to look into it but i think another uh kind of interesting thing they did on the redesign of the s and x um all of the cars now have the black handlebars on the outside like black trim on the outside as opposed to chrome um you're having to look up the pictures right now aren't you 100 wow you don't even know about your product you're a terrible salesman
1: i'm not a salesman
0: that's fair you're an engineer um but so yeah all the trim on the outside is black another cool thing is apparently the interior of the s and x now have like this 22 speaker surround sound system with active noise canceling so like, I'm so when the really, girl
1: starts talking in the passenger seat, you can be like, "Merp."
0: No, 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 no. But the way that like active noise canceling works, right, is like there are microphones on the outside of like say these headphones right here, right? They have active yeah. noise canceling. There are microphones on the outside, and it hears the noise coming from the outside, and then produces the opposite waveform inside to like basically just cancel that noise out. Now. No headphone on the market does it perfectly. I think Sony and then the new Apple headphones do a pretty good job from what I hear. Um, But like no one does it perfectly. Now Tesla's bringing that into the car. So there are gonna be microphones on the outside of the car and road noise, whatever, will, I guess, be analyzed through those microphones. And then the opposite waveform produced inside the car to block them out. But my question is like, What about, like, police sirens and, like, ambulances and things like that? Wouldn't that be more of a hazard than – Well,
1: here's the thing. No one that is going to be blind is going to be in the position of being in a car by themselves, I feel like. And even if you're deaf, you're – what stops, like, a deaf person from driving right now, they look out for the colors, right? That's why police sirens, like, they have the noise and they have the colors. So I feel like it's not really, like, a hazard, per se, because, like – I mean, even right now, if I'm jamming out to music, right, and I don't hear it because a lot, like that's happened before. I've had the music so loud in my car that I can't hear the police siren or something like that that's going on, but I that's see true. it. So, I've like, done that. I like see it, so I like I turn the music down and I like pull over or whatever that I need to do in that situation. So I don't necessarily think the noise canceling is a hazard. I think it's actually pretty cool because I think road noise is one of the most annoying things to deal <laughs> with when you're in a car. I hate yeah. road noise. Like when I'm jamming, out, like when I'm playing music on the interstate. And I can hear the road noise more than like the music and I have to turn it up. Like, it's just, yeah. it's just, I don't like it. But that being said, I also hate um, noise canceling headphones because Why? they, uh, it's, it's like you said, they're not perfect. So like, there's this weird, like thing that it does when it tries to cancel the noise that I don't yeah. like.
0: I think I know what you're talking about. Like it's kind of like an ambient noise that it does. Yeah. Like yeah,
1: yeah. And I hate that. So ima- I can only imagine being in the car and there's like a like kind of a dullness, like yeah. just kind of like bass sound that's uh, created to cancel out the road noise and stuff. So I mean, I hate like I've had headphones before. I've tried my sister's and I absolutely hate them. I will <laughs> never get like noise canceling headphones for that well, reason. Well, you so, have like, the uh, you have the AirPods Pro, don't you? No, I have the regular AirPods. I hate the AirPods, oh. bro. I, I tried them. Um, a friend of mine let me put them in. And, like, I also hate headphones that, like, when you're singing a song, if you could hear yourself.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I have that problem with these headphones. Like, the two biggest problems with these, these are uh, Beats by Dre. And the two biggest problems is if I speak, I can hear myself no matter what. That. And then the second thing is if I play the music above, like, 50% maybe people like around me can hear the music like bleeding out mm. and I hate that even more than being able to hear myself just because I hate like bothering other people you know and I know if I'm on like a plane or like you know in the airport or something people can hear it and I don't know it just makes me feel weird that people can like hear what I'm listening to you know
1: yeah that, but I would I mean I don't know it's like another one of those things maybe they perfected the tech and it's actually really good yeah feature maybe who knows i don't know maybe i don't know i I I haven't been in one i haven't been able to like drive it around or anything so
0: well i've got one last question for you mr tesla engineer um so they like dramatically increased the range on both the s and the x right Mm -hmm. is that and you might not know the answer which is fine make something up if you don't um but is that because they just have larger batteries now or is there some sort of like new battery technology that's going into it
1: i think the um s and x like since it was the first couple cars the Mm -hmm. the battery tech wasn't as new as the three and the uh three and the y so they like that's why the three and the y can go further so i think it's just a uh improvement in the battery tech to make them like all have the same kind of tech
0: okay yeah that makes sense and, and then like, as they think- develop
1: them right so like i think i think they design they have designed the three and the y um in such a way that any improvements in battery tech are probably going to be easily uh at, like changing you can change it yeah. i don't know the word. like dude
0: i had i used to have this like genius product. idea back in the day and i think this is where you're going with this where instead of like recharging your battery for an hour or whatever however long it takes in a supercharger um they should just make like tesla like like garages or like yeah like workshops essentially where you drive in basically like a valvoline they pop the old battery out put a new one in and you pay like i don't know like 20 bucks or whatever
1: yeah i remember us talking about that or it's like that could be like a pit stop instead of you having to wait like 100%. Even a turbocharger, like half an hour to get your battery up to eighty percent, you could just go into one of these stations, and if the battery bolts in from the bottom, you just undo it, pull it out, put right. it back in, and if it takes, if it takes like five or ten minutes, and it gives you a fully charge, you could literally charge, I don't know, twenty Three. bucks more than like a full yeah. battery on a turbocharger, and like you're. Good I would to go. do it for convenience, but it gets to the point where like, how many people are gonna do it? to the like and it's not i don't even think the problem is like too few people would do it i think a lot of people would do it at the end of the day and Mm -hmm. it would get to the point of like you have to have like a pretty big changing station that's um, true to replace like uh, the batteries that are dead and then like the full charge ones and then you probably have to have like a bunch of turbochargers from tesla like charging batteries non-stop so you're you're drawing a lot of power from the grid at that point to like one spot I mean, so there's a lot of like, infrastructure more jobs well, i guess but, like there's a lot of infrastructure to think about um but to me like the idea is pretty good because like
0: have you met elon musk in person yet because you should pitch this to him
1: I have not, and I'm sure I think, someone has I think, pitched it to him before.
0: I think you would instantaneously become like VP of battery tech.
1: I don't think that's true. I know nothing
0: about batteries. Okay, VP of battery sustainability. I might be VP, VP of, of janitorial batteries.
1: services because he might just tell me to get the hell out of his face.
0: You know, Elon Musk said the other day that uh, too many people have MBAs.
1: And I'm going for one.
0: <laughs> and I'm in one. so maybe our idea is terrible and he would just laugh in our face yeah Uh, hey it only takes one
1: good idea though
0: that's true honestly actually we learned in our entrepreneurship class um, that to be an entrepreneur you don't have to have money because you can always get it financed you don't have to have an idea because you can copy someone else's idea and you don't even have to like want to be an entrepreneur it could just happen what do you have to do I don't know take a risk i I don't know (laughs) but
1: said you don't need money you don't need ideas you can steal other people's stuff like what like what what do you what's
0: it's true it's true you don't need ideas you don't need money you just need to be the person that puts pen to paper and actually does it
1: that has an idea
0: yeah no well you don't have to have like a new innovative idea you can just copy someone else's idea like in a slightly different way you know like imagine like making a board game go on so we learned about this guy i forget his name now but uh oh bob reese was his name um he happened to see that in like the canadian market there was this board game like this trivia game um aka trivial pursuit was what it was called back in the day and uh he copied it essentially but he did it with tv guide you know have you you ever used like tvguide.com? No. Oh, okay. Well, they tell you what's on TV. And back in the day they used to have a magazine, and so he made this trivia board game um with TV Guide based off of their magazine and like based on TV shows and whatnot, and he called it TV Guide Game. And uh yeah. It was a huge hit.
1: I've never heard of it.
0: I haven't either, cuz it was been like the 70s or something. Oh. But it's it's interesting. So, like I said, you don't need money, you don't need an idea, and you can just copy it,
1: steal other people's idea, become steal other there. people's
0: idea, exactly. Or you could be like me and start a YouTube channel to make passive income. Currently, which I've made zero dollars, <laughs> but we're getting there slowly but surely, my man. Maybe. Maybe, but uh, you know that's a that's been our episode of the Barely Indian podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, make sure smash that like button down below subscribe to the channel and we'll be here some mondays i don't want to say every monday anymore because like we've been really bad about that so you know we'll be here sometimes we'll be here sometimes
1: we'll do a spontaneous one we'll do like a a podcast where it's like location based and like i'll be on vacation you'll be on vacation and we'll just do it like while we're like while i'm skiing or something
0: that's what we should do we should do it on why can't we just why can't we just vacation together
1: okay then come out to colorado Uh, no you don't live in colorado i don't live in february i'm going to colorado end of february come no
0: we're in the middle of a pandemic unfortunately it's
1: okay okay.
0: all right we'll uh talk to you guys later Bye. Bye. bye